Hi everyone, my name is Allie Miller. I'm the program manager at Turnip Green Creative Reuse. Turnip Green Creative Reuse is a creative reuse center in Nashville. We're in the Wedgwood, Houston area. We have a donation shop where we collect materials and we organize them and upcycle them. And then we sell them at a pay what you can rate to make sure that all the materials in our space is accessible to everyone in Nashville. We also have an open studio where anyone can come and create art out of reuse materials during our open hours. We have two green galleries that show reuse artists. And we also have education and outreach. So today we're going to talk about a few different things. We're mostly going to talk about recycling. So we're going to talk about the importance of reducing, reusing, and recycling. We'll describe what happens to recyclables after they leave your bin. We'll identify what can and cannot be recycled in Nashville. And we'll explain how to recycle in Nashville. To start off, I wanted to start with Nashville's Zero Waste Master Plan. We're currently in a 30-year Zero Waste Master Plan for the city. The first steps of that that were taken was in June 2017. We started a audit for the city to see what was in our landfill and what was in our recycling. So people literally were looking through and digging through our trash and our recycling streams to see what was in there. What we found is that in the landfill, we actually have quite a bit of material that could be diverted and could be going to the recycling stream as well. Over 50% of the materials in our landfill could have been recycled, actually. So they were paper, plastic, glass, metal, things that didn't need to go into the landfill. They could have been recycled and made into new things. Uh, We also looked at our recycling stream. And at our recycling stream, we have a lot of Um, recyclables. So we have paper and plastic and metal and glass, but we also have things that aren't recyclable in it, such as construction and demolition materials, textiles, organic materials like plants and food waste. Um, So that was another problem is we're getting a lot of contamination and things in our recycling that should not actually be recycled. So we're going to try and make sure that Nashville can recycle correctly. So everything going in the recycling stream uh, can actually be there and also that we're getting everything that can be recycled to the recycling instead of to the landfill. Um, So before we get to recycling, we usually talk a little bit about the three R's, which of course are reduce, reuse, and recycle. Um, Reducing means just using, making less waste, using less material. So some examples of reducing in your life might be bringing canvas bags or reusable bags to the grocery store to avoid using single-use plastic bags. Um, you might, when you look at things to purchase, especially with groceries, but with other things as well, thinking about how much packaging is on it. Um, if you're looking at snacks and you want chips rather than buying the individual small little bags of chips that each have their own bag and then they're put together in a larger bag and then sometimes they have plastic wrap even around that. Instead, you would just buy one bag of chips and you can portion them out into, um, Ziploc bags or reusable containers so that you're reducing your waste that way. You can think about food waste and try not to take too much. So avoid um, piling your plate up and then not eating it and throwing that into the landfill. So all of these are good examples of reducing. Um, Next we go to reusing, which is turnip green specialty. Um, Reusing is something that... um, It means that you're going to take a material that you have and that sometimes you might throw away, but instead you're going to reuse it. Or you, instead of using things that are single use, you use something that can be reusable. Um, For example, 
when you go to the grocery store, instead of using a single-use plastic bag, you can bring back those plastic bags and use them again, or you can bring a reusable bag. Um, when you go to a coffee shop, uh, instead of getting their single-use coffee cup, which is cardboard and plastic and lots of material, you can instead bring your own cup and have them fill that up. Um, reusable water bottles, carrying one of those with you all the time so you don't have to buy beverage containers and beverage bottles. Um, another example would be uh, your takeout container. Instead of saying, oh, I'll take your styrofoam container for takeout, instead giving them a reuse container, having one with you all the time so that you could use those instead. Um, other examples of reuse that sometimes people don't think of is just buying used materials, buying used instead of buying new. So your cars, your furniture, your clothing, all of that, don't buy new. So you're going to reduce the amount of new materials being made, and you can instead reuse things that are still functional and still have value in them. Um, and then once you reduce and you reuse as much as you can, we always get to recycle. Recycle means when you actually send the material to a processing plant that breaks it down and recreates it into a new thing. Um, this is different from the landfill. If you send something to the landfill, that's the end of its life. It's never going to be remade. We're never going to get value out of that again. Um, but if you can recycle something, it can have a whole new life and turn into something new that has more value. Um, when we talk about reduce, reuse, and recycle, these three are in this order because that's the order that saves the most energy and the most resources. You want to reduce as much as you can and then reuse and then recycle. Recycling is really great to do, but it still requires a lot of time, energy, resources to transport materials to recycling facilities, to actually recycle them, break them down, build them back up again. And if you can instead just reduce or reuse and we don't even have to make a new material, um, that's even better for the environment. When we do get to recycling in Nashville, we're going to talk about the journey your recycling takes. So there's a few steps that it goes through here in Nashville before it gets sent to a plant to actually be recycled. So the first step, of course, is that you put it into your bin. Uh, some of you might have a curbside Kirby bin if you're in Metro Nashville's uh, Urban Services District, which is closer to downtown. Um, you would probably have a curbside pickup, which is you have a bin that can come out. You might have one, you might have four of them, depending on how many you need and how many you've requested. Um, and you fill that up with all your recyclables and it goes once a month. If you don't have curbside recycling, if you're further out of downtown, if you're in Nashville's general services area, or if you live in an apartment complex, maybe you don't have curbside recycling, your other option would be a drop-off center. Um, for a drop-off center, you collect all your recyclables at home, you sort them at home, so you should have a bag for your cardboard, one for your paper, one for your metal and plastic, and one for your glass. And then you take all of those to a drop-off center or a convenience center. We in Nashville have 16 of those. Uh, we have 12 drop-off sites and four convenience centers that you can go to to drop off your recycling. Once you drop everything off, or if you have curbside recycling, you put it in your Kirby bin and it's outside. The next step is a truck comes and it picks that up. Um, and then it takes it to our MRF. MRF is M-R-F. It's our materials recovery facility in Nashville. Um, it's located in Omahundro. 
and it's waste management. So waste management collects all of these materials. They all go in together, and they go to our tipping floor. Once they're on the tipping floor, they're all in this huge pile together, all of the single stream recyclables. So your paper, your cardboard, your plastic, and your metal all is mixed together in this big pile. Um, and then they have a big drone feeder that pushes it through a conveyor belt and brings it up to their sorting line. At their sorting line, they have a few um, machines and a few functions that sort out the materials into um, different types. So they'll go through a paper screen, and once they do that, all the paper is going to fly out, and they can create a big pile of paper that's just paper and no other materials. They also have a cardboard screen that does the same thing. So the cardboard is going to be shot into its own pile. Um, the plastics and metals go through a line. All of the plastics are hand-sorted out by people on their plastic sorting line. So they find all of the plastics in that line, and they're throwing it into big containers constantly, um, and they sort them into the type of plastic that they are by hand. And then lastly, you have the metal. So the metal will travel under a magnet. If it is not aluminum, it's going to be magnetic, so it will be pulled up by the magnet and sorted out that way. And last, what's left over is that aluminum and some other scraps. The aluminum goes through an eddy current and that's shot out. So that's how the aluminum is sorted out. So once it goes through that process, you have these separate bins of different materials. Uh, once you have those, they're all pushed together really tightly through a baler. The baler just creates a huge block of one material and they're baled together. They're wrapped with wire and then you just have one bale of one type of material, and they're sorted all together. Once they're all sorted by bale of the same type of material, they're sent to the processing plant. So if you have a bale of just plastic, it may be sent to a carpeting factory to be made into new carpet. If you have all cardboard, it might be sent to a place to break it down and make it into new cardboard. Um, if you have paper, it might be sent someplace to be broken down. They wet the paper and break it down and build it into new paper, like paper towels or notebook paper or newspaper, anything like that. Um, so that's what happens in Nashville at our plant. It's the sorting of the materials and bailing them, and then we ship them to somewhere else where they're actually recycled, where they're broken down, sometimes melted, sometimes um, kind of put through a blender. There's different process processes for that but they break them down and then they build them up into a new material. In Nashville, we have four types of materials that we can recycle in our curbside bins. So if you have a curbside Kirby recycling bin that you keep at your home and put out on your street for pickup once a month, these are the four materials that can go in that. It's paper, cardboard, plastic, and metal. If it is within that category, it's clean and it is all that one type of material, it's able to go in. If you have something that is two materials together, so if you had a chair that is both plastic and metal, you can't put that in because they're connected together. So we want to put things in that are um, things like cans, bottles, aluminum foil, cartons, boxes, paper, all of that, rather than our big, big things that would use these materials to hold them together. Um, a list of things that are recyclable you can find online at Public Works website. 
There are also uh, graphics that you can look at, but it's most things that they fall into paper, cardboard, plastic, or metal, and they're clean, you can put them in. So, for example, laundry detergent, detergent bottles, shampoo bottles, beverage bottles, frozen food, plastic containers for eat-at-home meals, uh, yogurt containers, sour cream, all of those. For metals, your cans for, like, beans, soup, uh, vegetables, aerosol cans, if they're completely sprayed out, those are recyclable. Your aluminum foil, if it is clean, is recyclable. Aluminum cans um, and drink cans. For cardboard, your boxes, your um, paperboard or mixed cardboard, so cartons like an almond milk carton or a soup broth carton, those are recyclable. Um, paperboard is that kind of softer cardboard, so things like uh, tissue boxes, cereal boxes, those are all recyclable. For paper, um, junk mail, newspapers, um, magazines, notebook paper, printer paper, all of those are recyclable. Really, really soft papers like tissues, paper towels, toilet paper, those are not recyclable, but any of those harder papers are. For what your recycling turns into, there's a lot of different things. Um, for example, your newspaper could turn into kitty litter or berry boxes um, or countertop or sheetrock um, or egg cartons, possibly. Your notebook and computer paper may turn into tissues, toilet paper, paper towels, napkins, or more computer paper. Magazines could become paperboard, a telephone book, or newspaper. Paperboard, so um, tissue boxes, cereal boxes. Those can turn into paper backing for shingles on roofs. It could turn into the rolls in the center of paper towels or toilet paper, um, or it could turn into new paperboard. Cardboard turns back into new cardboard often, or sometimes into paper bags or paperboard. Plastic beverage bottles, so water bottles and soda bottles, oftentimes will turn into carpet, into polar fleece, into sleeping bags or ski jacket insulation. The heavier plastic, so plastic milk and juice bottles or laundry detergent bottles, those heavy plastics can turn into buckets, frisbees, stadium seats, playground equipment, uh, plastic lumber for decks and deck chairs. Metal cans can turn into car parts, to steel beams, appliances like washing machines or dryers, or even into bike parts. Aluminum specifically oftentimes turns into car and bike parts. That's what happens with all your recyclables. If you can't recycle something, if you cannot reduce it, if you cannot reuse it, if you cannot recycle it, um, where you would put it often is the trash. Where the trash ends up is in a landfill. A landfill is a giant hole that's filled with waste that we send there. There's a few things that we can't recycle. One is plastic bags. This is the number one thing that we find in our recycling that is not recyclable. We get plastic bags many, many times that come through our recycling stream. And they're especially bad because when they come through the machinery at the MRF, the materials recovery facility where things are sorted, it goes through a bind and the plastic bags jam that up and they make it stop. So we have to send workers up there and they have to cut out the plastic bags from the plastic film very often. So plastic film is a really big issue. Um, and there's so much of it in our grocery store bags um, and in other plastic packaging. 
So the best option for your plastic film is, one, to reduce it as much as you possibly can. So bringing your own bag to the grocery store and trying to reduce your plastic bag waste. Um, you could reuse it if you can, if you want to use it for pet waste or uh, other garbage bags. Or uh, the best option for recycling them, if you want to recycle, is you can combine all of that plastic film that's clean from your grocery store bags, your bread bags, plastic packaging on the outside of things if it's filmy. All of that can go together and it could go to grocery store drop-off. So Kroger, Publix, Walmart, um, Trader Joe's, all of these have a place outside where you can recycle those plastic bags to turn back into plastic bags if you absolutely have to have them and can't recycle. And um, if you can't reduce or reuse them, you can recycle them that way. Another thing that cannot be recycled in Nashville is styrofoam. Styrofoam, our best option is to reduce it. Um, styrofoam is very, very difficult to recycle. It's very, um, it's not recycled in Nashville. Uh, and when you try and break it down, it breaks into tiny, tiny, tiny little bits. So our best option is to reduce it. When styrofoam goes to the landfill, it takes thousands of years to break down and to go away. So we want to try and reduce styrofoam as much as possible. Lots of times styrofoam is at takeout places. If you go to a restaurant and they want to give you styrofoam, a great option is to just carry Tupperware in your backpack, in um, your purse, so that you can ask them to put it in that instead of using the styrofoam. Um, glass is a sometimes difficult thing to recycle in Nashville. It is not recyclable through your Kirby bin. So if you have a bin at your home that is picked up, you cannot put glass in that. If you put glass in that bin and it comes to the materials recovery facility and it goes through the line, it's going to shatter and it's not safe um, and it won't be sorted out. We do have recycling for glass in Nashville, but this is only at the drop-off in the convenience centers. So keep all of your glass at home, keep it in one place, and then you can drop it at the drop-off sites and the convenience centers. And all of that glass goes to its own facility where they're only recycling glass and then it will get recycled. Um, the last big thing that's in our recycling stream that should not be there is food waste. Uh, there's lots and lots of food waste in Nashville and in most cities, uh, and the best option for that is to compost it. Composting is nature's recycling. You put food together, you put it um, somewhere where microorganisms can get to it, and they're going to come eat it and excrete it and create really nice compost, which is fertilizer to put on your plants. Um, it, however, should not go into a recycling stream. When it goes in, it contaminates all of the other recycling. It creates sanitation issues at the recycling plant. So even if you just have a little bit of stuff at the bottom of your um, container, just make sure you rinse that out and clean it out before you put it into your recycling. There's other non-recyclable materials and hard-to-recycle materials, such as e-waste, which is technology, things like printers, computers, phones. Uh, cooking oil, hazardous waste, and materials and chemicals that are hazardous, mattresses, furniture, all of these can be recycled at convenience centers. So we have four convenience centers in Nashville, which you can find on the Public Works website. Uh, you can drop off those materials there, or you can call them to check to make sure that they are recyclable at that place. You can also call the Nashville Hub, which their number is 311 within Davidson County, or 615-862-5000.
and you can ask them about where to get rid of some of your hard-to-recycle materials. When you do have to put something in the trash, if you really, really have to, what's going to happen to it is you put it in the trash, someone comes and picks it up, just like with your recycling, but instead of going to the materials recovery facility, it goes to our landfill. Nashville has had a few landfills. What happens is that when you keep putting things in a landfill, you eventually run out of space, and you have to cover them up, um, and then they're pretty much done. You can't build on them because there's not real land under it. It's mountains of trash, so it's constantly compressing, so you can't build on them. Um, And they also let off a lot of gas, which is really bad for the environment. Uh, So we don't want those to keep building. Right now, Nashville's landfill is in Rutherford County, and we have about 8 to 12 years left on that landfill. If we keep producing the amount of waste we're producing, after 8 to 12 years, that landfill will also have to be closed because it will be full. Once it's full, we'll have to cover it up, and then we'll have to start hauling our trash even further out from Nashville, which is a lot of time, energy, resources, all for a lot of things that could have been recycled instead. Do you remember from the beginning, 50% of the materials in our landfill could have been recycled. So we recycle all of that. We'll be cutting down our landfill percentage by at least half, which is really great. We talked about why landfills are bad. You can't use them for anything. They're a huge waste of space. They let off methane and bad gases for the environment, for the atmosphere. Um, They're constantly sinking. And moreover, they're filled with natural resources that we've produced and have decided that we will no longer use them. They're filled with things like aluminum, metals, plastics, which are made from oil, things that are valuable natural resources that we can no longer get back because we've buried them into landfills. Well, Allie, I'd I'd really like to thank you for your presentation today and especially for adapting it for our program. It's very much appreciated. I'm sure I'm going to spread the word and have our listeners tune in uh, starting in June. And with all the interest in recycling and creative reuse, I think this is really valuable information. Thank you. Bye.